Welcome back to the Morning Kick podcast. This is a replay episode from the live YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn show produced by Excite Media. We encourage you if you're looking at digital marketing, website design, to contact us via excitemedia.com.au. Now let's revisit one of our earlier programs and join our guest. Good morning, Kicksters. Welcome back to The Morning Kick. And we thought we'd give you a bit of an update this Thursday morning on what's been happening regarding the COVID adaption grant that the Queensland Government has been making available. So very quickly, just to take you back to the page. Now, if you do a simple Google search for business Queensland Government Adaption Grant, you'll end up on this page. Otherwise, you can find it on the Excite Media page at the top or in the blog in our grant section. Now, when you have a look, you'll see that um, in this round, round two, it was split 50-50 between southeast Queensland, which included, um, I might say, all the way um, up to Noosa, out to Toowoomba, down towards um, uh, Coolangatta, that type of area. And at the moment, it is 100% oversubscribed, but it continues to remain open. And the reason being, they know there could be double upside applications from the first round. There may be people that don't actually meet the criteria. So there's still an opportunity. Very late notice, but if you are in Southeast Queensland, still an opportunity to get your grant application in for those grants between two and $10,000. However, very open for regional Queensland. As of yesterday afternoon, we're talking only 45% subscribed. That means there's over two and a half thousand grants still available for regional Queensland. So don't know where you are, whether you're in Gladstone, Townsville, Cairns, out at Longreach, it's time to get your grant application in. We wish you well. Make sure you go to the Excite Media page and you'll be able to find out more information just by having a click on the green button or the green ribbon button that's at the top of the page there. And you'll be able to find out a lot more. Well, this morning on The Morning Kick, it's my privilege to be able to welcome Carolyn Ferrando to The Morning Kick. Now, you may remember Carolyn from such famous movies as the last time you were on The Morning Kick. Hey, Carolyn, thanks for coming back. We we ended up the show last time with a little bit of technical difficulty, and we wanted to yep. talk to you about social media and how to choose channels. So thanks for giving us some time. Understand that you're actually out on a shoot at the moment. You've got <laughs> that JJ Abrahams movie flair oh, thing happening. Very glamorous. I like the way you've done this. Tell me, why are you actually out on a shoot? What are you doing today? So you may see my interpreter, um, photographer, videographer in the background there. We're shooting a real estate video. And so the only access we could get was 7 o'clock this morning. So hence I'm doing this live from this beautiful house that we're shooting. Well done. That's awesome. Now, the last time that we were talking, uh, we were actually having a conversation around social media channels and how to choose them. And that's the thing. They're getting so many these days. But there are social media channels that have been, that have gone. You think of um, MySpace. Ah, well, that one's disappeared definitely out the back door. Yeah. But one of the ones that probably has most attention at the moment has to be TikTok. Now, we're going to cover some of the other channels, but tell us about TikTok. Where does that actually fit in? I thought it was just a distraction, but is it good for marketing? Um, It can be if used in the right way. So I've got a client who's a cleaner and she does 
Uh, she's 25. She's young. She loves dancing. She's an entertainer. So she actually does TikToks while she's on the job with her client's permission. And she posts them to her page and she gets great traction. In fact, she gets more bookings through posting one of her TikTok videos on her page than she does through any of the other content that we do for her. So it's a bit of a blow to the old ego when you're so busy trying to craft this amazing content. And then she goes on and does a fantastic dance with spray bottles and cleaning cloths. And yeah, and, and it goes out, you know, the engagement just goes through the roof. So definitely huge marketing potential there. And and I guess it's like any kind of marketing, you've got to have that brand consistency so people remember you for what you do. So has she kind of got a thing like Sadie the cleaning lady or how does she carry yeah, her brand so into that TikTok environment? Yeah, so she's always in uniform, so very clearly identified. Um, so her company is Australia's uh, House Cleaners, so she's the Waterford, she owns a franchise out of Waterford, so she's always well-branded in her uniform. She never discloses client personal information, so you couldn't really pick where she's shooting, it just looks like a bathroom or a lounge room. Um, and all that changes is obviously the dance that she does, but they all involve cleaning in some sort of variety. I'll actually link below a couple of her TikTok videos when we finish this so you guys can jump on and have a look and see what she does. Now listen, if you're wanting to comment or ask Carolyn any questions, please feel free, whether you're on our Facebook page right now or at YouTube. And a big welcome to all of our replay listeners as you're watching again this episode of The Morning Kick. Carolyn, I even saw a, um, a Mazda car yard uh, that were using TikTok and had a crazy little scene where the lady was opening up the back of the um, the SUV and it was actually riding up her body and up her nose and a little yeah. bit of a sound effect that made it really work. So you can do some creative things and get your brand into that space, can't you? Oh, absolutely. And so it's really important to note with TikTok, you don't have to do it live. You can pre-record and upload a video to TikTok. Um, so the trick is getting your exposure. So with TikTok, there's a thing called for, for your page. So it's known as FYP. So whenever you do a video, whether it's live or whether it's a pre-record, you, um, when you write in the descriptions, you're encouraged to put hashtags. So if you pop in hashtag FYP, hashtag for your page, you've got a greater chance of getting your video shown on the main news page. So when you open TikTok, you've got your main news feed a little bit similar to um, Facebook. And at the top, you've got two tabs, which is your news feed, and then you've got following. So the fo if you click on the following, the following are all the accounts that you've um, pressed on the love heart to say that you like and that you want to follow. And you'll find their content in that stream. The other stream is the for your page. So that is um, the most popular videos that are on TikTok at present. So the goal is to try and get seen on that main news feed. Now, um, would it be fair to say that TikTok's very similar to Facebook and that you've got to stop the scroll? And so the first couple of seconds of your video must be vitally important. Yeah, and I think they, they really leverage sound, uh, like um, the music, um, a lot to do that. And obviously, some people now the dance, some people are both are really effective in stopping the scroll. Um, you, you want to either go for really, really bad or really, really good um, to catch people's attention. Um, otherwise, yep, they will keep scrolling. You mentioned um, earlier that you can pre-record the content that you'll put on TikTok. Do you think there's a place for putting the same um, content across Facebook and TikTok or other channels? Or is this something that you really should be putting something special together just for the TikTok audience, particularly if you're after that yeah. kind of youth through to maybe kind of mid-30s female audience as well? 
Yes. So as a business owner, this is where knowing your target market is really, really important. Um, I would never post a TikTok video to LinkedIn, completely different space. Um, Facebook, again, you have to think about what's your current audience like on Facebook? Um, Are they going to appreciate a TikTok video? Are they going to see the humor or are you just going to be pulling away from your brand um, and pretty much diluting your brand? So sit down, you may choose to set up too, like you may run your TikTok separately to your Facebook and, and target a different audience on TikTok or or do it a little bit differently. But it really comes back to just really knowing your audience so well that you'll know whether they'll be able to tolerate it on a different channel. There's certainly some fun and crazy stuff there, and it's definitely a way to fill in an evening. In fact, you wonder where the evening has gone, wake up the next morning and think I spent all night on TikTok, isn't it? (laughs) Tell me, um, if you were doing something on TikTok today, what kind of creative would you be looking for? Have you got some ideas that you can share with us? Well, I think the ones that if you want to get started, if I was going to do one today, I would search for the most popular. And a lot of them are like lip syncing to a sound bite. Um, so don't start out with a dance, start out with a lip sync. And that's like a lot easier. You can practice it. Um, you can really ham it up. And if it's done well and you get, you really lip sync it well, it's really effective. So that's where I'd start and I I just save. I just keep looking through and save the ones that you feel resonate with you. Like you'll know which ones you like and you'll go, oh, that's really funny. And you'll know whether you'll feel confident doing them or not. And then just practice, 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 practice. practice, and, practice. and even get the family yep. involved too. I mean, I've seen so many TikToks where they grab mom and dad and even grandma. There's like massive TikToks account now where grandma's in it and she's doing TikToks. Um, so it really is becoming a lot more family orientated taking away a little bit for yeah it's surprising what uh, what industries are actually doing tiktok as well i've seen a few construction sites where um, some so, of the guys yeah, that are so on the construction like, site are actually doing things as well and and then just yeah just save the ones you like and just practice that would be my tips for that brilliant well carolyn now uh, one of the things i was going to ask you about there oh, appears to be um, a new information coming out to us as far as what's happening with China at the moment. And we've just recently had the, the government that have been talking about this whole issue of China hacking Australia. So I thought we'd check in. Where does TikTok fit into that? Well, that's a very um, good question because there was a news article that came out last week and we've actually posted it to our Facebook page at Hawthorne Social. And it's just saying that there are a lot of vulnerabilities in the TikTok um, platform. So again, if you're a business owner and you're doing a lot of business off your device, whether it's your phone or your iPad, think really carefully about whether you want to use TikTok off those devices. You may have another phone that you just use just to take calls. You might want to do TikTok on that. Um, it's hard to say for certain, but TikTok being a relatively independent platform certainly doesn't have the security measures in place as much as Facebook and Instagram, which have a lot of attention on them, especially after everything that happened in the presidential election and Facebook having um, to go before the Senate about that. So it's a definitely, that's a great question and something just to keep a very watchful eye on, I think, and be very careful with what data you do have on your phone if you have the TikTok app as well. So we'll watch the space, I guess, and and see, I understand the government may actually be running a little bit of an inquiry into it. Um, You picked up on something else that was happening. Now, isn't it interesting, for a long period of time, social media was Facebook. We thought that 
to do anything on social media. You had to be in Facebook. But I think there's been a little bit of a pulling away. We've got the um, the professionals that are moving towards LinkedIn and finding it more engaging. We've got the young guys going across to TikTok. Facebook isn't kind of flavor of the month that it used to be. And in New Zealand, some drastic measures have been taken by a, a news entity there. What's happening there? Yeah, so I, is it, I believe it's called um, Stuff. Is that is that the news channel? That's the one. Yeah, stuff.co.nz, one of their biggest the, um, news websites. Yeah, they're, they're actually choosing to boycott Facebook. So, um, and I think that's really in light of there's been a lot of um, questions around the censorship that Facebook are bringing in, um, how they, what posts they're choosing to show. Facebook are really acting like Big Brother in a lot of areas. Um, so it's really taking away from that freedom of speech that we all love and enjoy. And it's and how do you monitor it? How do you say what should be there and what shouldn't be there? Because it's really um, subjective. And I think that people are starting to stand up now and say, well, no, that's not right. You know, we want to have a platform where we can say what we want to say and people choose whether they want to interact with it or not because that's the basis of freedom of speech. I mean, I might not agree with what you say, but I will stand up for your right to be able to say it. So, Isn't yeah, interesting, interesting development. Yeah. So uh, when you say that, and I tend to agree with um, what you're saying in terms of, you know, having that voice, is it something where the business that owns the news is competing with the business that owns the news, both of them saying we have the right message and kind of having a bit of a standoff? It seems a bit strange, doesn't it? It does. I think, too, Facebook are trying to manoeuvre um, very heavily into that news environment as a platform itself. So I think it's coming into competition with other news agencies. Um, and you'll find that uh, news like even news.com.au in Australia competes very heavily for getting the article seen on Facebook <clears throat> with the algorithm as opposed to Facebook's own news, which which gets shown very heavily in the news feed. So it's, I guess, a really simple answer is not a fair playing field um, because everything Facebook does is all about the money and obviously growing its business. Carolyn, I'm going to get people to contact you at Hawthorne Social to find out more about how some of the other channels can help. Yep. Obviously, we just mentioned that um, things such as Facebook and, and LinkedIn are changing. Um, but let's, let's have a talk very quickly about what kind of content that you might put on LinkedIn. Um, is it the same as Facebook? What kind of posts should I be putting in my LinkedIn profile, particularly if I'm, say, a B2B business? Yes, yeah, so you want to firstly be very careful with your languaging. Uh, make sure that don't say anything on LinkedIn that you wouldn't say in a business meeting. Um, Facebook, you get a little bit more leeway with your languaging because it is more of a social platform. Um, although it, on your business page on Facebook, you don't want to be too casual either in your languaging. Um, but LinkedIn is definitely more formal. It's You want to make sure the content you're putting out represents your business. It's quality and it's not spammy. I mean... Like, would you go into a business meeting with a bunch of flyers and before you'd even introduce yourself or made any connection, say, oh, here, you know, half price printing at my printing press, you know, and hand everyone a flyer and, and, and hit them all with your special straight before you'd even connected with them. You wouldn't do that. You know, we go into a meeting, we introduce ourselves, we talk, we find out how we can be mutually beneficial to each other. And that's the same process that we have on LinkedIn. Um, Facebook, you can be a little bit more, I try and tell people not to be, but they do. You can be a little bit more salesy on Facebook, 
because you're not interacting on that business to business level. Um, it tends to be more business to customer. So again, it's about thinking about what language do you use with your customers? Um, and don't say anything that you wouldn't say to your customers in your life on Facebook. So it, the biggest thing is your languaging and your communication. And then everything flows out from that. Uh, good advice. So if you want to know more, I encourage you, you can either go to Hawthorne Social via their Facebook page or at www.hawthornsocial.com. Um, just let's talk about Facebook very quickly in terms of the kind of things we can do. We can post. People yep. have in the past boosted a post. Or we yep. can do search engine marketing or social um, marketing yep. by putting ads into that space. Can you yes. describe the difference between all these activities? Okay. So general posting is just a generic post you put out. So on average, just say if your page has 15 hundred followers on a business page probably you can work on about five to eight percent of those people seeing your generic business post that's not boosted then if you put a post out and you say hey i'm not getting enough engagement i want more people to see it you can then um choose to boost that post so you hit the little boost now button you can go in you can choose your metrics who you want to see it for how long how much you want to spend and then but outside of that, you can say, right, I really want to, I've got an e-commerce site of selling these scarves. I need to, I really want my people on Facebook to see it. So you can link in your online store and your website with a Facebook paid advertising campaign. Um, and then you can then put it out and you can be a lot really specific in that ad. So you can target it. You can take all your information from your website, from your Google Analytics, um, make sure that your little pixels all in place. So you're tracking the conversions. And then you can run a Facebook ad campaign. They tend to be really effective, especially if you're running something like WooCommerce in the background and you, you're using the Facebook plugin app from your um, website through to Facebook. So there's heaps of opportunities there. It's just about knowing how to do it, when to do it, and making sure that all your targeting is right. Uh, some good advice there. And I guess it's just understanding that there are activities for different purposes. Um, and we found at the moment that unless you know exactly who you're targeting, that boosted post could be a waste of money as well, isn't it? So it's really important that you deal with a professional. Uh, we'd encourage you to reach out to people like either Excite yeah. Media or Hawthorne yeah, Social yeah. and talk about the options that you've got available. Actually, like been give, oh, sorry, can I just give your readers a really hot tip with that? Yeah, absolutely, um, please. Yeah. So Facebook, we have what we call cold posts and hot posts. So if you're trying to boost a cold post, a cold post is something with minimal to no engagement. You're going to find it a lot harder to get engagement, um, even boosting with ads, because Facebook work on a principle of what is newsworthy. And how they deem newsworthiness is the amount of engagement on a post. So my suggestion is if you have a sale or you have something you really want to get out there, spend some time unpaid boosting the engagement on that post. Get, get some numbers on it. Get your likes and your comments, even if you have to like ring all your family and friends and say, look, can you guys just comment on my post, please? Can you just share it? You're not doing that to get the sale. You're doing it to get the numbers. And then Cultivate once you've got the, the numbers, garden. That's right. And then once you've got the numbers, then spend the money on the boosting or the Facebook ad because Facebook will look at it and go, oh, look, it's newsworthy. People like this content. So we're going to show it to more people because more people will engage with it. So that's my hot tip for average spending money. Totally agree with you. It's interesting. It takes me back to the uh, the Forrest Gump at the beginning and end of the movie with a feather that just floats along. 
you can't afford to just trust the wind. You've actually got to guide it a little bit and put the hard work in. So some great advice there. Thanks very much, Carolyn. Great having you on the show again. We'll come back and get some more updates in the future, and we'll both probably be watching this space as far as what's happening with China and TikTok. Well, guys, welcome. uh, Sorry, thank you for joining us on another edition of The Morning Kick. Now, keep in mind that we'd love to actually hear from you, and if you'd like to go to the Excite Media website, or you can email me, Andrew, at Excite Media. We'd love to keep in touch. Keep in mind that we have a number of different services that Excite Media can assist you with. So whether it's looking at websites, which you can see on our website, we're 14 years and 1,400 websites worth of experience. Also able to assist you with search engine optimization, doing paid traffic, that's with your Google Ads, your Facebook, and we love working on lead generation and also working with the branding of a website, making sure it's consistent. One thing that I wanted to say, if you'd like to come on the show and talk to us about your business and what you've been doing during COVID-19, reach out to us via our contact page on Excite Media. We'll be able to talk to you and find out whether your story could be on the next edition of The Morning Kick. Appreciate seeing you and look forward to next Tuesday.